All right, it is Wednesday. I hope your Wednesday's going along well. Welcome in. Hour number one, as always, presented by Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 405-579-3113. Good to be back. And, Parker, thank you for holding down the Ford yesterday. How did it go yesterday? I didn't get to uh, tune back into the radio until about 3.30 in the afternoon uh, with uh, Tyler and Teddy. Shay had a uh, MS treatment yesterday, so of course I'm going to meet with my wife, but uh, I appreciate it. I'm sure it was award-winning, correct? Well, I'll tell you, it was a bullpen game. Really? Because I was not able to get to the offices until about 1230 because of right. Ben Venables' press conference. So Josh Helmer and Connor held it down until then. I had a couple segments with Connor. Then Connor had to bounce, and Drake Dyken took over. So it reminded me, it was a very good show. But it reminded me of the Astros six-pitcher combined no-hitter back in 2002. <laughs> or what uh, Larry Koshell used to say every now and then, who's pitching tomorrow? Johnny Holstaff. So it was a Johnny Holstaff kind of kind of day yesterday here at the Ref. Anyway, good to be back. And uh, I got to tell you, though, you know what I'm tired of? What are you tired of? Freaking scenarios in the Big 12. Oh, I thought you were going to say mule shoe. Well, yeah, that's a given. That's clearly a given. But uh, don't care. All I care about, Sooners win outs, beat BYU, beat TCU the Friday after West Virginia. The only thing I'm really thinking about is that and Iowa State beating Texas. Other scenarios, don't care. Like that dude who was arguing with T-Row the other day on Twitter. Jamie. Christmas. Somebody that dude needs get to get a, a life. He needs to be in a freaking straitjacket. Can you imagine that being your life? I'm just going to respond to everything he says and come right back after him. I mean, holy cow. Reminds me of an old stick song, Too Much Time on My Hands. Way <laughs> too much time on your hands there. And uh, you know what else I don't care about? College football playoff rankings. Don't care. Don't care what they have to say. Don't care what they look like. Oklahoma's not in the mix. Now, I just don't care. It's not not anything, but it's an opportunity to sell uh, advertisers, make money, and sell advertising every week for ESPN. So what you're telling me is— And people to argue about that as well. When it doesn't mean anything really that much right now. So what you're telling me is you're a fair-weather CFP rankings oh, fan. When clearly. Oklahoma's involved, yes. you're paying attention. Don't when Oklahoma's care. not involved. Not one bit. Don't care about the conversation. Uh, I just don't. And, again, all the scenarios you see on Twitter on the Big 12, don't care. Do you? I mean, yesterday, the the interesting part of that to me is the Big 12, again, doing this so late in the year – you know, and people think they have it in for Oklahoma and Texas. And to an extent, I think a small extent, they do. We heard what Brett Yormark said in Lubbock, right? Hey, guys, I'll be there, you know, that Friday. I hope you play really well and beat them, pretty much is what he said. But um, I just don't – I just – I've had too much of it, way too much of it. Plus, I my mind, my old brain can't comprehend. Like what? Okay, who? That what? That really? Okay, that. I say, if I look, I'm just approaching it from Oklahoma. Do your job. Beat BYU. Beat TCU. You should be able to take care of business the next two weeks, and then we'll see what happens. I'm thinking about Ames, Iowa, Saturday. That's it. And Provo, Utah. And Practically I'm, speaking. As as long as you win, 
And as long as you get either a Texas loss or an Oklahoma State loss. Right. I don't think it is completely locked up that you would then go to Arlington, but for all intents and purposes, that would give you a spot. No doubt. There would have to be some pretty bizarre tiebreakers that come into play at that point. So basically, you're rooting for Oklahoma to beat BYU and TCU, which they should not have much trouble doing. And to be honest with you, Steely, if they manage to drop either of those games, you don't deserve to be playing for a conference title anyway. You don't. But as long as OU wins their final two contests, and as long as Texas and Oklahoma State do not combine to go 4-0 and down the stretch here, the Sooners have a very viable chance. They do. They still do. And if they play like they did Saturday night, they're going to win out. They're going to win out comfortably in both of those games. I like what Oklahoma did last week quite a bit. I mean, you got Gavin Sawchuck uh, running like we saw him run in the Cheez-It Bowl last year, right? He looks as healthy as he's been all year. Not only is he making the right cuts and being patient, he's making people miss. He's breaking tackles. He's got breakaway speed, all of that stuff. And that frees up, again, the deep passing game, the intermediate passing game more for Dylan. Dylan was really good, didn't make every throw, but he made a lot of them. And he ran like a wild man. And, um, you know, I thought the offense was spectacular. Jeff Levy had a great game. You know, when you're running the football uh, as productively as they were, that makes things a lot easier. You know, calling plays, scoring a lot of points. You know, you nearly put 60 on West Virginia, and West Virginia was playing pretty darn well. And the defense, I thought, played really well with Danny Stutzman back. So the Sooners, again, you, you just look back and you think the bumbling and stumbling and fumbling they did in Lawrence and Stillwater where they shot themselves in the foot. Look, credit to KU, credit to Oklahoma State. They found a way to win. But Oklahoma, you know, has got to be thinking back, man. What happened there? And we know what happened, but uh, that looked like the real Oklahoma football team we saw first half of the season last Saturday. All right, uh, anything going on recruiting-wise? Uh, Grant Brex, EPL, Kobe Black, we, the, we Williams can, Winery, they're all coming, right? We can stop talking about Kobe Black and EPL. Okay, both of um, Bricks, it's just still waiting. Still waiting. Where is Bricks now on the frustration scale? Look, I'm not frustrated with it. I am actually 0% frustrated with it. But about because, the people asking about it. because you Oh, just, about people asking about it? Mm-hmm. You're mad at me right now. I can tell you're looking at me like I'd like to come through the glass right now <laughs> and slap you silly. I see that look. Uh, I, I don't mind it. You want to go honest, Mark Wayne Mullen on me right now is what you want to do. Where's Bernie Sanders <laughs> to intervene? Who do you think does a better Bernie impression, you or Tyler McComas? I, I haven't done a Bernie Sanders, so. I'm sure Tyler hasn't either. He wouldn't really have had a reason to. I'd have to listen for a little while, but, uh, man. So, anyway. Um, what else is happening? The OU women are playing right now. Did you know that? They tipped off at 1030 for the annual kids game. Uh, they lead Alabama State, the Hornets, 79-41 to 41 right now. Jenny B and company about ready to go to 4-0. They play at Virginia. Uh, Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock. That'll be on the ACC Network. So, And the uh, Sooner men, of course, won last night over Texas State handily. 93-54, Javian McCollum had 15-12 for John Hughley. Uh, Oklahoma will play UT Rio Grande Valley. That'll be tomorrow night, uh, or I'm sorry, Friday night at 7 o'clock. And no one will be watching because <laughs> they'll all be getting to bed early 
for O-U-B-Y-U. Porter Moser Which right now is like, very angry at you in his car listening I'm right sure now. he is. He's That's just angry. reality. Look, but listen, I will say this. If you have not watched this Sooner basketball team yet. They're, mu- they're much more I, athletic. I'm not sure how many people are going to get the chance to watch. I'm not sure how many get- people are going to get the chance to show up on Friday night, given all that is happening this weekend and where it is happening. But at some point, you're going to want to get eyes on this Oklahoma Hoops squad because they're playing fun ball right now. And it is very early. It is very early. Don't get me wrong. But they, oof. Oof, they're fun to watch. They're fun to watch. And it makes you wonder, you know, these days in college basketball, with how prevalent the transfer portal is and how small these rosters are and obviously what a different sport basketball is compared to football, you don't really need continuity in order to have success in the sport of college basketball, at least as far as your roster and personnel. You just got to have a bunch of really exciting athletes that are capable of making shots, defending well, attacking the paint. Guess what? The Sooners got that right now. Yeah, it is uh, obviously it's a lot easier to flip a basketball roster because of the numbers than it is football. But yeah, they look more athletic. Clearly, they're a better team. We'll find out a lot more, of course, next week when they play Iowa and play in that tournament on FS1. So, uh, but yeah, so far so good. They're three and zero, ninety three fifty four over Texas State again last night at the LNC. Uh, so again, uh, old man rant. Don't care about all the playoff scenarios right now. The Big 12 championship game scenarios. Yes, it's ridiculous. The Big 12, you know, had a clarification, i.e. new rule in place yesterday this late in the season. The conference is a joke in many ways, absolutely. But looking on the – I finally just jumped off Twitter because, well, here's what happens if so-and-so does this. And like I said, once I saw that dude uh, going back with T. Rowe, I felt for T. Rowe, although his gift game was on the money and his responses on that. But imagine, again, that being your life. Sitting on a keyboard and just responding to everything he says and saying, I'm right, Iowa State controls its own destiny, you're wrong, here's why, all day and all night. That's why I'm convinced that it wouldn't be bad if a meteor hit us like within the next five (laughs) or ten years because it's only going to get worse. So I welcome the meteor, please. Five or ten years because this is not the genie's not going back in the bottle. It's only going to get worse. Steely's just got to get to retirement age, and then he's content with whatever. You know happens. what's going to happen? I'm going to finally get retired, sit in my easy chair, and as soon as I sit in my easy chair, that's when the meteor's going to hit. It's interactions like those that make me that make me want to pull a Saul Goodman and go manage a Cinnabon back in Nebraska. <laughs> Well, unless you've got type 2 diabetes because you couldn't eat the product, you know. That is true. So, But Mm. Cinnabon's really good, too, by the way. All right. uh, So you're on Better Call Saul. I'm on. How did I not pick up on that? It's a good slow burn, but hang with it. It's really, really good. Some people think it's better than Breaking Bad. I give Breaking Bad a slight edge, but Better Call Saul is really good. Okay, 405-651. Old Man Ran is over, at least for now. It's 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. When would you like to see the meteor hit? Let us know on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. 405-651-3439. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. Good to have you along. Good to be back. Thanks to uh, Johnny Holstaff. Yesterday for uh, filling in. 
And uh, 405-651-3439 is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Thanks again to last year, Home Comfort Systems, heating and air needs. You need them uh, taken care of. Best company locally, last year, Home Comfort Systems, 405-579-3113. Appreciate Tim and his company sponsoring first hour festivities here on Steel Man and Thune. Oklahoma, BYU, the Sooners, uh, when I checked yesterday, they were a 24-and-a-half-point favorite in that game against BYU. Oh, that's steep. That is steep. And now it's still 24-and-a-half today. You know what this game is? The Sooners, again, they, they're they 2 against BYU. Copper Bowl loss, and everybody remembers what happened at Jerry World. That set that season back. This, ladies and gentlemen, is officially the Sam Bradford revenge game. Avenge me! Avenge me! That was Sam Bradford leaving the field at Jerry World. Play it one more time. That hit hard right there. Avenge me! Avenge me! So, yes, this is the Sammy Bradford Classic coming up in Provo at uh, 11 a.m. Saturday. Got to get revenge for Sam Bradford because that derailed the season. That could have been potentially a national championship team. Instead... We got Landry Jones throwing five picks in Lincoln. That's right. And I got a drunk guy with a Budweiser breath in my face telling me, Hey, Dale Kim Wilson, he's a lying liar. You know, on the postgame show. So Budweiser guy was not happy at all. All right, Kalani Sataki, the head coach at BYU, they are uh, they are in the midst of a three-game losing streak. They got hammered at home by Iowa State. Will Keaton Slovis played quarterback this weekend for BYU. Hasn't played since Texas. They are 4-1 and one at home. They beat Sam Houston State. Southern Utah doesn't count, doesn't count. Beat Cincinnati. They're horrible. Beat Tech, who's pretty good, even though we hate Texas Tech, but the Red Raiders turned it over five times in that game. Uh, ran up, you know, a bunch of yards uh, running and throwing, but again, five turnovers derailed Tech in that game. And again, uh, BYU did one on the road at Arkansas when, you know, it was earlier in the season, but they lost last week by four touchdowns plus at home to Iowa State. Kalani Sataki says his team's still going to be pumped up to play Oklahoma. Well, it's a great opportunity. I mean, that's, that's uh, you know, they're, they're ranked. Um, they're they're, they're uh, in the hunt for the conference championship. They're in our home stadium, and so there's a lot to play for. We have a, one game away, one win away from uh, extending the season, getting to a bowl game. So there's a lot to to play for, you know. And, and uh, I'm excited because I know that the things that, that we could we could play way better, and um, I'm looking forward to getting that done. That's that's the, and there's a lot of lot of factors that go into it, um, but one of it is that our guys aren't quitting and our guys love what they're doing here. And it just, we got to build on that. We, we do have to minimize the mistakes. I think you can fight back from mistakes. We've shown that that you can fight back from mistakes. I mean, we're down by 14 twice against Arkansas fought back and won again, but it takes everybody doing, doing everything right from even overcoming adversity. You just, but you can't just keep spotting teams um, points by, by the mistakes. There you go. 24-and-a-half-point favorite the Sooners are coming up this Saturday. That is our Ortho Central clip of the day. Ortho Central, best full-service clinic, full clinics to treat orthopedic and sports medicine issues. 
Uh, any injury they have, you know, you want to think about, you know, your kid, if it's high school football or wherever, uh, Ortho Central is the place to go. They've got clinics in Norman, Midwest City. Now they're in the uh, Tri-City area as well. Newcastle, Tuttle, and Blanchard. Thank you again to Ortho Central for the Ortho, Ortho Central clip of the day. Man, have I been on radio before? I think that was called a butchering. Jeez, I cannot speak today. I think I downed too much energy drink is what it was. Like half of the Your mouth is moving can. too fast. Maybe, yes, maybe. All right, uh, for the olds, it's a remembrance of Howard at halftime of the Copper Bowl when Howard basically was had been hired and Gary Gibbs was uh, – was, was Gibbs was still coaching or do they have an interim guy there? I think it was still Gibbs. Terrence Brown played quarterback. They lost to BYU, and Howard was talking about how he was going to reshape the program. And his typical delusions of grandeur were happening at halftime. It was from Red Dawn sooner, Jeff. All right, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Slim Brady says, we didn't forget, Steely. Get those vocals ready. For what? I think you know what. What? You know what yesterday was. You know what Friday was. That was yesterday. Uh-huh. That was yesterday. You weren't here yesterday. People weren't letting you off the hook regardless. If I do it, I will sing like right through when it says came the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. I can't go six minutes. Six minutes is too long. He's already trying to cop out, folks. I mean, six minutes. He's already trying to cop out. Gibbs was still there, Duder. Yes. That's what I thought. But, you know, I'm trying to – my memory is not quite – I thought, okay, did Gibbs after – did they put, like, an interim guy in there? I thought Gary Gibbs was still there. And that really was, uh, you know, just a low-class move by Howard to talk about, you know, basically how he didn't like what he saw and blah, blah, blah. But that's that's Howard. He probably had a fifth of Jim Beam in him or something. 405-651-3439. Maybe half a fifth. Need the text line to weigh in. Are we going to let Steely get away with singing two-thirds of the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald today? Six minutes is a long time for a bit. Five minutes is about. You know they're going to say, what do you think they're going to say? Of course they're going to say yes. Exactly. I already, been, I, like, I already got called a wiener on the text line. Somebody, <laughs> Cole, tells me, don't be a wiener. <laughs> Come on, Cole. What are we in fifth grade here? Weenie. You just, well, I can see on your face that you're going to make it happen. The, what, the people have spoken. That's right. The people have spoken. I mean, we are men of the people, are we not? We do what the people Let's want. Let's talk about the Big 12 tiebreaker scenario. Oh, boy, here instead. we go. Why don't we do that? I want to get into a Twitter fight with that dude who got after T-Row. So, I didn't come here to run the wishbone. That's right. That was Howard. They, they brought me here not to run the wishbone. If you could go back in time... You need to jump in a time machine and go back to that year with Howard because oh, it's only that be it's only one year and it's it was a horribly frustrating season for Sooner fans, but some of the best comic relief of all time. Every press conference, every one. I mean, how many coaches go one and done like that? You got to like you. You know what he did? He effed around and found out is what he did. <laughs> 
that's ex- that's exactly what it, you should put. Howard should be on that meme with the graph on it. Howard Schnellenberger with his pipe pointing at it. That's exactly what happened to Howard. All right, four zero five six five one thirty fourth. See, OU Lou from Hennepin says, "I agree. Six minutes is too long." No, OU Lou. We're not, that Large take is not allowed. William. That take is not permitted. Let Steely off the hook. No, 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 no. The text line discourse is headed in the wrong direction. I have a narrative. If you're not going to help me push it, I'll have to block you all. I mean, even the audiences at a Gordon Lightfoot show are going, all right, move on. We get it. It sank. Dinkin, Florida says, did Howard have more wins or DUIs too soon? I think it was, I think there was one that I knew of. So anyway, rest in peace, Howard, rest in peace. 405-651-3439. We've got a ton of stuff coming in on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Big Rich in OKC says, Howard told Boren to stay out of his way. That didn't work. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that usually is not uh you know, I once told the boss what he needed to do also, and that's the one time I got booted. Well, that is called effing around and yeah, finding out. Yeah, that's right. I found out, too. Found out the hard <laughs> way, man. Uh, here's a question from a listener in the homeland, Nebraska, 402. Parker, thoughts on a former OU player saying on his podcast that he has some info on an A&M player potentially transferring to OU. Okay, look, mm. I, I, I will be up front. I have no idea who that is in reference to. I don't know which OU player is saying that on which podcast. Here's what I do know. I I would say right now there are probably multiple Texas A&M Aggies that end up at OU via the transfer portal. And I will continue to say it. There is one particular Aggie that if he ends up in the transfer portal, you can pretty much shoo him into Norman. David Hicks. You said it, not me, Steely. Why can't you say it? Okay, I'll say it. It's DJ Hicks. Okay. I mean, you said it Monday, basically, without yes. saying it. I know you're trying to cover yourself. You got a little politician in you. You have to. You have to when you're covering portal happenings. No, I understand. You're in a different spot than I am. All right. Damian Mackey is the former Sooners player. Hmm. Which podcast is that? I'm aware, unaware of that one. I'm not saying it's good, bad, or whatever, but I just... Ooh! Not... We, okay, here we go. This is the... Uh clash of cultures that we need jay in tulsa says i think steely should sing a verse of the edmund fitzgerald as schnelly i don't know maybe 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 if i can cut it down to right after it came the wreck of the edmund fitzgerald because six minutes is a long long time i will let you off the hook after one verse if you do it as schnelly well, okay, we might be able to do that. We okay, might be, uh, I, I'll, okay uh, this is headed in the right here. direction. Negotiations are proceeding. Yes, they are. All right, uh, plus, when we get back, we're going to do a complete segment on every Big 12 tiebreaker there is, every single one of them. Really? Not really. Okay, I was about to say. I'm not prepared for that. Oh, my gosh. Like I said, I was just thinking, all right, I can't take this anymore. Like I said, just worry about Oklahoma winning out, and then root for Iowa State Saturday night. Oklahoma State should win out. Root for Matt Campbell and company. Be right back. How about DG again? I know Brent uh, talked about it yesterday. Tenth on the career passing yardage list, NCAA history. 
Got a good chance, probably should move past uh, Luke Falk of Washington State this weekend. And chasing down Baker Mayfield is probably going to happen as well. Dylan's at 14,274. Baker, who is eighth overall, is at 14,607. So what is that? 326. Uh, 334 yards uh, for Dylan Gabriel to move past Baker Mayfield into seventh place. Or, I'm sorry, eighth place on the all-time career passing yardage list. 334 is not out of the realm of possibility this weekend, right? No, certainly not. Not against not the way that Not the way that they played last like If they played last week, or if the, I'm sorry, if they played this week how they played last week, and that offense is clicking against a BYU team that has just not been very good of late, yeah, 334, very much within the realm of possibility. Case Keenum uh, is number one, and he's way out there at over 19,000 Yeah, ain't nobody yards. catching no. Case Keenum. Timmy Chang from Hawaii, second. Landry Jones, third on the list. Graham Harrell is fourth. And Sam Hartman, who is at Wake Forest now at Notre Dame, is fifth on the list. you got to play a lot of years and throw a lot of footballs. And uh, But Dylan Gabriel has a chance to move past Baker coming up again this weekend in the Sooners game in Pro Bowl. By the way, uh, A&M, we're still thinking uh, the word is that uh, the USC staff, you know, Muleshoe is just as big a big enough scumbag to leave USC and go to A&M. And we heard rumors yesterday, uh, again, that Muleshoe, Clark Stroud, uh, Roy Manning, and Benny Wiley were already uh, practicing the A&M cheers. Let's check in live again at the USC football offices, see if it's still going on. Hop it, X. Hop it, X. One. Two, three. Oh, my gosh. No shame whatsoever. Jeez, they're doing it still. Mule shoes spinning around uh, look very, very frightening. We've got a closed-circuit camera here. So what do you think is going to happen today and then? Lane Kevin, Dan Lanning said, eh, uh, Dan Lanning's answer. Can you? All it right. was awesome. Yes. Can, all right, pull up this clip. I'm sorry. Dan Lanning and Dion. And two very different answers. Dan Lanning and Dion talking about the A&M opening yesterday. Yesterday. Everything I want exists right here. I'm not going anywhere. There's zero chance that I would be coaching somewhere else. Um, I've got unfinished business here. There's a lot that I want to accomplish uh, here at Oregon. My number one priority is being elite um, here at Oregon. And, you know, a lot of coaches hang on to these moments and they don't do anything or don't say anything. One, because they don't want egg on their face when they decide to do something else. Right. Two, because they're concerned about things that I'm not concerned about, like getting a better contract. Like, I'm taken care of extremely well here at Oregon. I have the resources I need here at Oregon to be really, really successful. I'm not motivated by that. Your thoughts on the Texas A&M coaching vacancy? I, I, man, I'm, I'm, I want to win. I want to win a game. So you think I, I really do sit down and think about that kind of stuff? Like, what, what strikes me about that, about myself, that you guys really think I sit down and say, oh, yeah, Stevie, they, yeah. Like, come on. Come on, I'm good. Like, uh, we got to win. Let's, let's focus on this week. And we play Friday, so we lose a day of, of practice. So we got to focus. There you go. Dion sounded more like a deflection. Dan Lanning mm. basically said, ah, no, mm-mm, staying at Oregon. 
How big of a stud is Dan Lanning, by the way? He's awesome. This dude. He is phenomenal. He is freaking awesome. He's done a great job. I mean, he's great with the media. He's done an excellent job there. You get a lot of resources at Oregon, clearly. but um, And we heard his name mentioned, of course, quite prominently with the Oklahoma job before it went to Brent. That's right. I mean, if, if it had not been Brent Venables, it would have been Dan Lanning as your next head coach of the University of Oklahoma. It's pretty good. Pretty good. And I love what Brent's doing. I know last year was a, a lot of frustration, clearly. Um, but, man, Dan Lanning liked that dude a lot. Uh, we were talking about this earlier. College football playoff rankings. Don't care about them, but Georgia is number one. They are. Have we not talked enough about Georgia getting ready to win its third straight national championship here? I mean, it's look, it's not a done deal this year, but that hasn't happened since the Golden Gophers way back in the Stone Age of Minnesota. That's a long time ago, about 80-plus years ago. And he, it really hasn't happened since then? Like, Army never did it? That's what um, I was thinking. And Plank said he researched it. It was all the way back to Minnesota, which was kind of where Bud had his – start and then at Iowa pre-flight of course but um yeah and they're doing it in the same conference that Nick Saban's in pretty darn good right there I mean in this day and age of college football where there's supposed to be you know a little more parody the parody is more not at that top tier but that would be phenomenal you you had to pick right now you would you say Georgia's gonna win it I don't know if I could. Here's the thing. If I were to have picked somebody else, it would have been Michigan. But now with everything that's swirling at Michigan, you know, say what you will, have have whatever beliefs you happen to hold about what exactly went on or is going on there. But naturally, I don't feel as confident in Michigan to go and win a national championship this year as I did before all of the Connor Stallions malarkey came to light. Yeah, I'm with you. But, no, if I had to pick now, I would go with Georgia. You know, they were struggling by their standards a little bit um, earlier in the year, but they're putting it all together now, no doubt. I don't think they're as good as they have been, but (laughs) you saw how far away they were from the rest of the field last year. You know, TCU just got it. was like Mike Tyson in his prime when you had one of those 20-second knockouts in that game. Okay, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. What do we have? Patrick said if Army had a three-peat, OSU would claim it. Yeah. (laughs) Imagine trying to claim a national championship in the same year that Army scored seismic road victories over both Germany and Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Imagine trying to take a national title away from the troops in the year 1945 of all years. Only Oklahoma State, folks. Big Rick in Owasso. I like that idea. We should We should so... Big 12 patches on our asses for the last game. I like how you almost (laughs) cleaned that up and then just went full throttle. Oh, man. Bud won three as a player, and as a coach got screwed out of at least three more. 
Bud, yeah, played at Minnesota. Uh, came from, I think he was at Iowa pre-flight before he came to OU, but uh, Bud... Is Iowa pre-flight dif- different than just Iowa? I, I think it is. I don't know what it was all about. Maybe they, they were like training pilots back then. I'm not sure. Maybe it was just a flying academy, but it was Iowa pre-flight. I'm going to go ahead and Google it up, see what it was all about during the break. Sean is painting with an obscenely broad brush. He says, never forget... If a coach's lips are moving, he's lying. <laughs> You'll sleep better. See, I'm very gullible, man. I am super gullible. Oh, yeah, he's staying. No chance. He's in. And then, boom, you know, somebody's gone. Um, but I don't know. I believe Dan Lanning. I believe what Dan Lanning's saying. So, you know what I mean? Don't you believe Lanning? Wouldn't you be shocked if he left? I, after those comments? Yeah. That is as vehement a denial of interest in another coaching job as I've ever heard. I, if you are the athletic director at the University of Oregon and you're sitting there listening to that, Dan Lanning checked every single box in that answer to the question. Like, well, that's one less thing I have to worry no about. No shady mule shoe semantics in that answer. None of that, no, you know, none of that show. No game deflections. Stuff. No, none of it. None of it. All right. Uh, so the question is who's AM going to hire? Who is AM going to hire? Uh, I'm with Teddy, man. If you make that move with Jimbo right now, don't you think you have somebody ready to go? Uh, you would think so, but we're also talking about A&M. Here. That's true. A&M's arrogance could be, well, pff, everybody's going to want this job. It's a great job. We'll go get Kirby we, Smart. We can print money. Yeah. I mean, that's A&M, you know, we've always said A&M has always fancied itself as, like, the prettiest cheerleader on the cheerleading team. But they're actually the one that makes it that's a little bit overweight and kind of homely looking, but they can kind of cheer a little bit, and everybody thinks, okay, put them on the cheerleading squad. Am I going to get in trouble for that? Hopefully not. But you know the analogy. Well, yes. It wasn't very good. I'm glad you made the analogy. So, Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a fine career. Love you all. Thanks for the support over the years. Signing off for the last time, I have been canceled. But you know what I'm saying about A&M. They have an overly inflated opinion of themselves in College Station. All right, coming right back. Keep it here on the ref. Riverwind Casino is the best good times to be had. Over 2,800 electronic games. Now we're close to 3,000 with the, uh, the renovation. Room for more games. We're almost at 3,000 best games, best bars and dining, incredible hotel, great service, great promotions. Make sure to play with your wild card. Get out, take part of, uh, you know, these great promotions they have. Saturday night is another drawing in the uh, $100,000 electric winnings promotion. 100K on the line, cash and bonus play. Play with your wild card. Get extra entries. Be there Saturday nights when they have all these great drawings. And they've got grand prize uh, two of the grand prize winners, again, for this promotion. You'll be participating in a game to receive a prize package valued at nearly $4,000. That prize package includes a 85-inch S-Class 4K UHD HDR LED Smart TV with Google TV, the ultimate immersive sound system, Echo Show. Uh, you get a wall mount and $600 in bonus play. Two people, again. Uh, and that's in addition to all the cash and bonus play that they're giving away. By the way, three new shows announced for the Showplace Theater. Clay Walker, January 13th. 
Air Supply, one of my uh, Sirius XM Yacht Rock, Ra- Yacht Rock Radio favorites, February 3rd. Uh, Jim Gaffigan, great comedian, March 23rd. Clay Walker, January 13th. Air Supply, February 3rd. Jim Gaffigan, March 23rd. Tickets, again, you get all your tickets online at riverwind.com or at the casino box office. So more shows, more great shows coming to the Showplace Theater. Uh, Okay, so Iowa pre-flight. Here's what it says, Parker. Uh, Wiki, the United States Navy commissioned pre-flight schools at the University of Georgia, the University of Iowa, the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, St. Mary's College of California. Athletics and training were emphasized at the schools, so they they played football. They were 26-5 and five over three years. Wow. Three years. Okay. 42-43-44. The first head coach was the former coach of Minnesota, Bernie Bierman. Then... Uh, Don Farrow, ring a bell, Farrow Field, Columbia, Missouri. No way. Don Farrow was the head coach. Jim Tatum, Bud Wilkinson were his assistant coaches. So this was obviously during the war. So they established these flight schools at those universities I mentioned. Uh, Iowa pre-flight was clearly really good. And uh, Jim Tatum went to Oklahoma, later went to Maryland. Bud Wilkinson became a legend at OU and helped build the monster. Well, really did. Uh, build the monster that Sooner football became. So that's the story on Iowa pre-flight. So there you go. All right, uh, 405-651-3439. Meyer Chevrolet text line. Sleepy Sooner says, let me clarify for Steely. A&M is the rich girl on the cheerleading team that only made the team because her parents bought off the right people. There you She's go. She's easy to look at, but she sucks at cheering, and her rich girl attitude is insufferable. <laughs> Sleepy Sooner, you nailed it. You nailed it. That's a much better analogy than mine. That one is 100% on the money right there. Good a listener job. in the 405 says, I think Lanning is going to A&M. In hindsight, wish we had gotten him, but hindsight is always 20. Why, why do you wish that right now? Because Lanning's winning at Oregon, and Brent has, you know, had a little uh, trouble getting out of the starting gate in year one. Yeah, guess what? The difference between Oregon and Oklahoma right now is one win, and I can promise you one thing. Lanning wouldn't have had any problems in year one, or he wouldn't have been absent any problems in year one at Oklahoma in that hypothetical realm than Venables was. So, way too early to tell whether Venables or Lanning is better suited to be a head coach. But no, I I don't think he is going to Texas A&M because, and this is important, this is an important detail to recognize, Dan Lanning is not scumbag enough for the Aggies. Yeah, so you have to identify the potential scumbags. Urban Meyer, Mule Shoe. I mean, not like they're totally horrible humans, but in the college football world, they're very shady. Very shady. They're not going to do it. go for Urban Meyer, though, are they, or would they? I mean, I mean, again, we Steel, said they we hired say, Bobby Petrino. So that's true, Mr. Bad Motor Scooter himself. If you're wearing a neck brace at a press conference with your face all scraped up. Something went wrong. That's right. Something went horribly wrong. Big Rich in OKC says, with Mule Shoes defenses, they will need that 12th man (laughs) and maybe a 13th. The text line, they're they're doing a great job today. They always do, but that's good stuff. TJ Sooner says, I was on vacation for my 30th, so I didn't get to listen in on Jimbo's firing. Finally, the fisherman is sleeping with the fishies. 
And I'm fairly confident that OU wins out and makes it to the Big 12 championship. You think Ross Bjork kissed him on the cheek twice and said, you broke my heart, Jimbo, you broke my heart? Probably. Cliff Kingsbury could be in the mix. I don't I don't know. I mean, he was Johnny Manziel's OC there at A&M. He'd be a good puppet. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, if that's what you want at A&M, if that's what the people with the money want. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, yeah, Camo Sooner says, I think the word for coaches like Jimbo and Muleshoe is squirrely. Absolutely. I like that. Jimbo and Muleshoe are two different kinds of squirrely. Did but... Muleshoe just say yesterday they're like three plays away from 10-1? and one. I mean, how many? <laughs> this guy is the biggest spin That's... doctor of all time. The spin doctors are probably his favorite band. I mean, it's ridiculous. How many ways can you say we're close? You're also like a few plays away from five and six, too. That's true. If we, if we want to take this in the other direction, you could very well have lost to Cal. You could have lost to Arizona State. You could have lost to Arizona. I think it is worth asking the question, Steely. If Caleb Williams is not on the USC roster, if you put any other quarterback but Caleb Williams at the helm of the Trojan offense, do they win a conference game? I don't know. What are they now? Eight, Maybe one. Stanford. They're uh, they are seven and four. Seven and four, yeah. And they've got UCLA, who's going to get rid of Chip Kelly. Uh, maybe come on, Bruins, play for Chip. Play with a chip on your shoulder. That's at the Coliseum, though. I don't know, Parker. I mean, they uh, we're probably looking at five and six, if not worse, right? If not worse, I mean, Arizona and Cal should have had great chances to win. Okay, we got to get out of here for hour number one. If you're sending us texts, be patient. We'll get to as many as we can, I promise. Thanks to Tim Lasher, Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 405-579-3113. We'll be right back. Talking to you, ladies and gentlemen, of course. And I guess the allergies are taking over. <clears throat> Sorry. Jeez. Are you having allergy issues, too? I am having allergy issues. I mean, jeez. Yes. We're all in the same boat. Oklahoma Generator, thank you very much for sponsoring hour number two right here on The Ref. Incredible uh, reputation for having great customer service. They're also Oklahoma's highest rated and longest operating Generac dealer. Most experienced service and sales staff in the business, they're currently offering new customer discounts and a free a free ten-year warranty with new installations at Oklahoma Generator. Go to okgen.com, or you can call them at 405-321-6631. That is 405-321-6631, online, okgen.com. Sooners and BYU this Saturday, 10 a.m. Provo time, 11 a.m., ladies and gentlemen. For us, Oklahoma, a 24-and-a-half-point favorite in this matchup against BYU. BYU 5-5 five and five overall, 2-5 and five in the league. They've lost three games in a row. We'll see if Keaton Slovis plays, but uh, will the Sooners be fired up? Yes, you've got to get to 10 wins in the regular season, win out. 
hope some things uh, fall your way, some of the dominoes fall your way, and you can still wind up at the Big 12 championship game. We do not talk about Big 12 uh, conference uh, championship game scenarios here because they're boring and they're overplayed, and they, we just don't do it. 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 Sorry. Um, bottom line, my thinking right now, which is normally Einstein level, Oklahoma, win in Provo, come back Friday after Thanksgiving, beat TCU, root for Iowa State this weekend. Oklahoma State has to lose a game. I try and keep it simple, stupid, because I'm a simple kind of man. The Leonard Skinner song was all about me. Oklahoma State doesn't have to lose a game, I don't think. They don't. Well, if Texas, if Texas, loses. Texas loses, that's it. Yeah. Start thinking first about Iowa State taking down Texas. All right? And by the way, for Oklahoma, this is the Sam Bradford revenge game, ladies and gentlemen. Revenge for Sam Bradford's shoulder. Avenge me! Avenge me! Still crying out, Sam Bradford. That was a rough night. By the way, um, I would assume if Sooner fans are traveling to this game, are they still going to give the? They'll still give out the brownies and ice cream, right? I sure hope so, man. I mean, it'll be what like ten forty-five by the time the first quarter ends. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I want my ice cream. I wonder if I maybe should have some brownies and ice cream at the watch party over at uh, Shea Stadium. Type two diabetes, be damned. We're having. Brownies and ice cream. I might be in a diabetic coma in the third quarter, but who cares? Hey, OU-BYU, you only get this once, Steely. That's might exactly as well right. savor it. Who's your favorite BYU player of all time? Favorite BYU player? Mm. Mm. The first one that springs to mind right off the bat is Taysom Hill. Okay. He was fun to watch. Also, single-handedly throttled the Longhorns that one year. Oh, big time, yeah. Is that 2012, maybe? Sounds about right. I'm going to go with Jim McMahon. Got to go with Jim McMahon. And the year, again, that BYU won the national championship in the Holiday Bowl, they beat a 6-5 and Michigan team. 6-5. and And they barely won that game. And then the Sooners had a chance. Barry Switzer was out there campaigning. Oh, hell, BYU hadn't played anybody. Hey, I have 100 on there. You know what Switzer was out saying. Uh, uh and then Oklahoma lost to Washington in a game where the Sooner Schooner came on the field and got a 15-yard unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. And one of the ponies got kicked in the buttocks by Washington linebacker Joe Kelly, if I remember. That was the player, I believe. But So it was a weird night. And then Washington wins the game, and they named a water treatment slash sewage plant after Coach Switzer out in the state of Utah. That's what happened the year that BYU won the championship. Okay. Um, yesterday at Brent's Presser, he was asked about, hey, what about the possibility, you know, Quinn Ewers is coming back, it looks like. Have you talked about the possibility of Dylan Gabriel coming back? I mean, I don't I don't know. We, we haven't had those conversations. Uh, he's played a long time. He's been through a lot. And uh, I think a year ago maybe uh, the talk was – you know, he had a he had a good year. You know, why would you want to come back? You know, uh, you could come back and have a bad year, but what's he done? You know, he's come back and have an even better year. But uh, I don't know. He's played a lot of football, a lot of college football, and he's like I said, he's had to overcome some injuries, lots of uh, different types of ailments and injuries, and uh, 
We haven't talked about that, though. There you go. Percentage chance that Dylan Gabriel comes back to play at Oklahoma. Two percent. Okay. Like a less fattening milk. Two percent. All right. Uh, What if, throwing out a scenario, let's say Mississippi State decides, you know what, we want Jeff Levy. Dylan Gabriel wants to play another year of college football. Could he, like, do that? Go to play at Mississippi State, be in the SEC. Now, again, this is purely a hypothetical and probably stupid. But if he comes back, maybe that would be a scenario where that could play out. What do you think? I mean, that's a lot. First of all, Jeff Levy has to get a job somewhere. Jeff Levy may want to stay at Oklahoma. He's taking some hits. From, you know, the untrained eyes out there, as Muleshoe calls them. But I think I think Jeff Levy is a good offensive coordinator. Uh, the only question that I have, my untrained eye, is some of the times where they're not as aggressive as I think they need to be. Here is my thought, Steely. Dylan Gabriel is an excellent football player. He's probably not going to get much better, at least at the collegiate level. Mm-hmm. He is enjoying an excellent season, a career year. His NFL draft stock will probably never be higher. You and I both did five years of school. Yep. How ready were you to be done after five years of school? The day I graduated from OU was like definitely a top three or four day of my life because I thought, that's it. No more studying. Because I did, uh, how much studying in high school? Hmm. It wasn't quite zero, but it was just above zero. But in college, I applied myself. All right, now it's real. I can't jack around and, you know, be a prankster all the time. So you applied yourself and I, still needed a victory lap? I did, yes. Well, but I was working here a lot, too. Okay, like that's fair. The last three years, so I couldn't take, like, 18 hours or anything. Um, but, yes, I did. And I th- the day that I knew that school was over was one of the greatest days ever. Now, I bring that up to say, you think Dylan Gabriel wants to spend another year in school? You think anybody in his shoes would want to spend another year in school? I'm saying no. Yeah. Y'all realize if Levy leave, Jackson Arnold going with him, don't you? No, we don't. <laughs> That's just a theory. Vice Ikehama, uh the running back, a lot of people are saying... Steve Young, Zach Wilson. <laughs> Zach Young was playing for the Cougars and chasing Cougars. Zach Wilson. Yes. The Jets. Rumors were that he was. Oh, yes. I, yeah, re- I recall that. You know, I recall there's that. There's what we call a connotation there, right there, because. <laughs> He was playing for the Cougars, and he was playing around with some Cougars, is what we were thinking. Uh, It was funny. So we were, my wife and I were sitting at home watching Monday Night Football, and my wife doesn't watch nearly as much football as she did before she was in the military. And so a lot of the players that have become household names in the league mm-hmm. or even just prominent names in the league over the last 4 or 5 years she still has trouble identifying so it's jets raiders on monday night football mm-hmm. and they show a cutaway 
of Zach Wilson on the sideline, and she goes, who is that? He looks like he's 19. Yeah, he does. There's a lot more than brownies and ice cream going on with Zach Wilson and those Cougars, based on what we were hearing. Please elaborate. Nah, I'm what, not going to elaborate. What, what beyond brownies you're and ice cream was going the, on? Uh, no, you're not going to get me caught in the trap here, Elvis. All right. All right, 405-651-3439. What else do we have? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> This listener in the 918 said, Zach Wilson liked the BYU Cougar Tails. Which is a real thing, by the way. Apparently at BYU, they have those pastries. That's right. That they call Cougar Tails. Man, the puns are flying today. Very nice. The flying puns. Turnbone OKC says, would DJ actually go to school or would he just play football if he returned? Well, you have to go to school. You have to stay academically eligible. What What are you? I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> you just need you. One time. No, no, I don't need a tutor. I'm just, yeah, I'm just sitting around, just waiting for practice. All right, I'll be in the meetings. Got to go to school, Dylan. What? Oh, okay. Uh, 405-651-3439. But uh, that would be what? 5% chance? 2% chance? Like you said, you're, you're holding I'm it. I'm putting too. it at 2%. Colin KC says, Caden Cooper is going to be a star for OU's basketball team one day. That basketball team has some potential. They're I'm much more it, athletic, much more athletic. Much more athletic, much more exciting. Mm-hmm. And every here's the difference. Here's the difference between this team and Porter Moser's previous two teams at the University of Oklahoma. Everybody on this team can shoot. Mm-hmm. Now, nobody, I don't think, is at Mo Gibson level, for instance. But everybody can spot up from behind the arc and be a threat to knock one down from deep. Yeah, like I said, they've got UT Rio Grande Valley Friday night, 7 p.m. We'll find out a lot more about this team, and they play Iowa in the uh, opening round of that tournament next, uh, what would it be, eight days away. Not this Thursday, but obviously next Thursday. Okay, 405-651-3439. And, uh, man, the texts have been great today. We appreciate it. Uh, talking more about the Sooners and BYU, what's going to happen at A&M. You know, Chet and Wimby, uh, the Thunder played really well, but Chet and Wimby, Chet, 9.7 rebounds, 3 of 10, 1 of 5 from 3. Wimby, 8 points, 14 boards, 4 of 15 from the floor, 0 of 3 from 3. They're both really great young players, but last night they struggled. SGA put on a show, 28 points, 6 boards, 5 assists, and 7 steals. Thunder won 123-87 over the Spurs. They will play at Golden State tomorrow night, 9 o'clock. All right, back to your texts. Talking more Sooner football next here on The Ref. All right, as we age, cataract surgery is an issue. Many times unavoidable. It's not just about restoring your vision. It's about really upgrading your quality of life. You know, the eyes are very important. They are. They're extremely important. So when it's time for cataract surgery, you really have one crucial decision. Don't run a jet sweep or throw it short of the sticks. You need to do the right thing. And that choice between a standard lens, which still uh, requires you many times to rely on glasses for reading after your surgery. Uh, But think about a premium lens. 
Consider Panoptics, Vividity, or a Lights Adjustable Lens, the leading choices that can provide crystal clear vision and freedom from glasses, and that's what you're looking for, right? So if you want to see far and you want to see near, you you know where to go. You have to come here to the Advanced Laser and Cataract Center. That, they are the best. That was a hell of a pitch, Steely. Their phone lines are blowing up right now. As soon as you no said doubt. jet sweep, it was over. That's right. Everybody was like, all right. I need I need the new LASIK. That's that. If you don't go to the new LASIK, you know what? You're going to lose to your rival, and pray that one of these scenarios happens for you to get in the championship game. You got to be aggressive, very aggressive. Okay, four zero five six five one thirty four thirty nine. Knipple Chevrolet text line. Uh, Quinn Ewers. We have any Quinn Ewers music because <laughs> you know that news is also out there. Uh oh. Let's try that again. That sounded like a video game. Here we go. Quinn Ewers coming back. What does that mean for Arch Manning? Because immediately people think Arch Manning through the portal. Here's what it tells me, Steely. Arch Manning's not ready? Arch Manning is not that good. Mm. Because if Arch Manning is that good, if Arch Manning is good enough that he is living up to the billing as the former number one overall recruit in the entire country, you know who you're not letting come back? Quinn Ewers. Mm -hmm. Because he has been nothing more than serviceable for Texas. He hadn't been bad. I wouldn't say he's been good, at least not consistently. He's been serviceable for the most part. He's done what he's needed to do in the system to win more football games than he loses at the University of Texas. But if Arch Manning is all that and a bag of potato chips, bringing Quinn Ewers back for an additional year makes no sense. So to me, Steely, this says almost as much about Arch Manning as it does about Quinn Ewers. How do you think Malik Murphy's feeling? Oh, he's gone. He gone. He's out of there. Where will Malik Murphy wind up? That is the question. But Arch Manning, we said he basically played the equivalent of eight-man football defenses, right, in high school pretty much? That is true. Undeniably so. So do we do we think that we're eventually still going to get the uh, Jackson Arnold? We're going to get Jackson Arnold, that part of it. But do we think we're eventually going to get the uh, – JFA versus Arch Manning rivalry in the SEC? One of these days, but at this point, next year, shoot, it's on track to be JFA and the Mighty Quinn. Mm-hmm. Where did that music come from, by the way? Manfred Mann's Earth Band, who also did Blinded by the Light, which was written, of course, by Bruce Springsteen. But who is the Mighty Quinn? Quinn yours. I think Quinn the Eskimo. Oh, okay. I believe. Maybe he went to Iowa pre-flight. I don't know. We, we explained that earlier. I've still got that on my mind. Okay, let's get to the text line. They're killing it today, as usual, on the text line. 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer, Chevrolet text line. Sergeant Christman says, without the name, Arch is a three-star at best. I watched him play. He played in a cupcake private school league. I think he played Hostess Academy, too, didn't he? And Little Debbie uh, 
little Debbie Tech or something. Are you a booster there? Maybe I would be at Hostess, yes. I donate to their NIL fund. From a 405 listener, what percent chance do you give Iowa State of upsetting Texas this weekend in Ames? I, I've i got, well, maybe I should make this. Maybe I should take this off my lock. When I saw that line, I think it was 11 and a half on Sunday. I'm like, I'm locking that. I think Really? Yeah, I think it's a great chance Iowa State wins. Jonathan Brooks out for the year. That's going to be a fired-up crowd. It's a 7 o'clock kickoff on Fox. So what do you think, Parker? What percentage I just chance? can't believe you didn't lock UCLA. Because betting against USC is the safest bet in college football this year, Steely. By the way, mm-hmm. I made a big move in the Ref Royal Rumble this past week. Doubled up on Sam Houston State. Sam Houston State. And the State. Bearcats. Which bookie delivered. are you calling? You can't pick Sam Houston. It, it was funny. I was so I was I was down to either Sam Houston State or New Mexico State. I was gonna double up on one of them. And I picked Sam Houston State. And then New Mexico State played earlier in the day in the day and they won. And I was like, oh dang. Maybe I should have gone with the Ags. Jerry Kill and the New Mexico State Aggies. But then Sam Houston State won, so SC is a seven-point favorite. I was looking in the top 25. I forgot SC's not in the top 25. Please. Iowa State is the best defense Texas has played since OU. I would agree with that. And I do think that uh, they've got a great chance to win. That is the 230 ABC game, USC and UCLA. Chip Kelly, we need to send you out with a victory. So Mule Shoe can finish at 7-5. I've seen a lot of projections for the Alamo Bowl, Oklahoma, Utah, right? That's how it looks like it would shake out. Where would uh, where would SC go at seven and five? No bowl that means anything. Probably mm. the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, please, or something like Beef of Brady's Bowl. What's what's the one? Do you have to? Do you get the mayonnaise dumped on you at the? Oh yeah, the Duke's, Duke's Mayo Bowl. That's where we need to send mules. Yeah, there tie there. We're close, guys. As soon as they're yeah, mayonnaise the, here's the thing. flying everywhere. You have to root for him to win the game then. Well, that's true. That's because true. he only gets the mayonnaise bath if he wins the game. <laughs> Good point. Would All it be right. worth it? Would you do it? I mean, yeah. No, I don't think I could. I still. You wouldn't root for him if it means you watch. You get to watch him. Well, Mulesu would weasel out of it somehow. Clark Stroud would pull him out of the way at the last second or something. You know, it would be very disappointing. Nine uh, nine hundred nine listener says Parker, you must have not watched UCLA last week against Arizona State. Just horrible. Listen, I, it, I I'm just saying it really hasn't matter. It really hasn't mattered how USC's opponent looked Rivalry the previous game. week this year. Yeah. Rivalry game. You'll recall, when USC played Arizona State, Arizona State had just gotten shut out the week before. They had gotten shut out. And that was a one-possession game until the final minutes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is Teddy still holding you to his theory that Muleshoe is going to be the A&M coach? I mean... I thought I heard him say it again yesterday. I don't think it's far-fetched. No. I, I, probably wouldn't put, I probably wouldn't put money on him being the next A&M head coach. But, again, I'll go back to it. Said it pretty much every day this week. We know 
that A and M isn't going to make the sensible hire, right? Because the sensible hire would be someone like Jeff Trailer or Mike mm-hmm. Elko. Yeah, Jeff Trailer USA UTSA, and you also have uh, Mike Elko at Duke, both with uh, you know some A and M ties, and um, you know certainly Trailer with uh, good reputation in the state of Texas. So, what was Greg and <laughs> Greg and Muskogee? Looks like he has a Roto Rooter. A uh, joke for Mule Shoe. I would rather see Riley in the Roto Rooter ball game. We would love to see him get dumped. <laughs> a listener in the six one five says Mule Shoe to A and M is the best possible outcome for OU. I mean, I would say that's the best possible outcome if you want to see A and M completely crumble. I don't know. Um, would it be the best outcome for OU? Well, here's the thing. Another thing that everybody has said is, oh, he's not going to – he wouldn't take the A&M job because he ran from the SEC. And my rejoinder to that is, you think he wants any part of playing in the Big Ten West in October and November? Things have changed. And I tell you what, at A&M, he won't be officing. It looks like he's officing in a trailer at USC. It would be an upgrade as far as facilities go. Yeah. Well, plus, he's a lying liar. So, whatever he says, I'm not taking it. You know, you can't believe the man. He and Johnny Manziel could be best buddies. They they would be, yeah. I, I could see he and Clark and Muleshoe all getting along, no doubt. All right. 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, Sooners, again, a 24.5 point favorites coming up this weekend. It's going to be... A game that Oklahoma should win and win pretty handily, you would think. I like what I saw last week. Let's hope those mistakes we saw in Lawrence and Stillwater don't crop up again because that could be really bad for Oklahoma. I don't think BYU is very good. Clearly, they are. They don't have any momentum coming into this game. So, let's see if the Sooners can keep it going like they did last week. They look really good on both sides of the football. All right, keep it right here on the home of Sooner fans. Two more games left, maybe three, in the Big 12 Conference for the Sooners. We'll see. Iowa State's got to do some work Saturday night. The Sooners, they got to get their work taken care of, as they should in Provo. Saturday morning, 11 a.m. on ESPN, Oklahoma again, a 24.5-point favorite in this matchup. By the way, uh, Riverwind Casino, my home away from home, news today. New concerts added to the concert calendar. All of these, of course, at the Showplace Theater. They added Clay Walker, January 13th. Air Supply. Don't come after Air Supply. It's one of my yacht rock bands. February 3rd, Jim Gaffigan, really good comedian. March 23rd, happening at the Showplace Theater at Riverwind Casino. We've got, uh, again, Great shows at the Showplace. We've already had uh, some great bands. You, you talk about REO and Chicago and Foreigner and Counting Crows. We had Collective Soul. We've had some great, you know, Earth, Wind, and Fire to get it restarted. We've got a big show coming up uh, this weekend with Justin Moore. In December, Pete Davidson will be at the Showplace Theater. Lee Bryce, Ron White, December 30th. Midland on New Year's Eve. That show starts at 9 o'clock. That'll be a fun way to bring in the new year. And then in January, again, Boys to Men, January 12th. Now, Clay Walker is January 13th. Comedian Joe Coy, who was just on the Netflix Improv special, 60 Years at the Improv. Uh, he's going to be at the Showplace Theater January 27th. Air Supply now, February 3rd. Scotty McCreary. 
February 23rd, and Jim Gaffigan, March 23rd. Riverwind Casino, uh, simply the best. Good times out there. Shout out to Justin Reed and everybody out there. They're always putting together great promotions, great concerts, and giving away a lot of cash bonus play and jackpots. I have a question. Yes, sir. Regarding the counting crows. Mm-hmm. Are you counting the crows or are the crows doing the counting? I think I would be counting the crows in that scenario. Really? What do you think? I disagree. I think it is the crows that are doing the counting. Okay. You like counting crows? You familiar with them? Are they too yeah. old for you? I mean, they wrote the song of my hometown, right? Yeah, that's true. That's exactly right. Uh, good, solid uh, 90s band. And again, one of the acts that has already been out to Showplace Theater. Man, we really missed the Showplace Theater out there for, you know, three years. And now they're coming back and they're coming back with some really good stuff. Okay, 405-651-3439. Bob Stoops to Aggie. $100 million over seven years. I couldn't even be mad at that, says one listener. Uh, I think, I mean, look. I did see, like, I saw this. money to leave your family, man. I saw this on the message board this yep. morning. I did see the first A&M money people want Bob Stoops. I'm like, okay, I think I already have coaching carousel bingo. We have officially yep. reached the evergreen message board coaching carousel post. The people with the money want Bob Stoops. Bob Stoops right now, like I said, is living his best life. You got the Stoops Mansion. You got a great family. Your your kids are doing well. Drake's become a Sooner uh, icon this year. One of the most beloved Sooners, you know, in a long time. It's going to stay that way for a long time. He's done really well with his media ventures and his investments, you know, with Hal Smith and the restaurants and everything and rock and roll tequila. Do you want to deal with the A&M people? Now, maybe, you know, if they put together $100 million, that's – Kind of hard to turn down, but I just don't see that. Well, and I think it it does – it is worth asking the question. Bob Stoops is what, 61, 62? Uh, I would think 62 would be my guess, but I'll go ahead and Google it up, as Bob said. At what point in your life do you not need to chase money anymore? You know, because like with where he's at in life – He's an empty nester. He's got his kid probably about to go play in the NFL in Drake Stoops. I do think he plays in the NFL. I do think that's a professional football player. And so you're living the easy life. The grind is behind you. You've set yourself and your family up well. The only reason to take that Texas A&M job would be for the money, right? Yeah. You don't have anything left to accomplish as a coach. No. Your resume is Hall of Fame worthy. I mean, if somebody would ask you, like, who do you think's living a really great life right now around here? And you would say, Bob Stoops might be at the top of the list, right? Lost City Center says Bob doesn't swim in sewer ponds like A&M. There you go. I would agree with that. Bob, by the way, is 63. Okay. There you go. Missed it by that much. A uh, 918 listener says Stoops is living his best life and has no reason to jump back into the grind of college football. That's true. You hear Bob, and look, if you listen to the ref, you hear Bob every single week mm-hmm. with Teddy and Tyler. If you've heard Bob talk about just how much goes into his life, or rather went into his life as a college football coach, 
compared to what he has to put up with these days in the XFL. I think that's the reason the XFL job makes so much sense yes. for him. It's a very cushy gig. He's able it's to, a side hustle. He's able to uh, keep his hand in, in football and be able to coach, but you don't have to worry about who's in the portal or who are we recruiting or what is this recruit? You know, recruiting, man, that's a full-time gig. These guys, I know they make a lot of money, but they work their butts off, man. They really do. Guys, I mean, just Miguel Chavis, all these assistant coaches, it's a it's a full-time gig. KW918 says, Mules, you already took the gigum job. Same playbook he used here. Took a personal day, Baylor week, got pneumonia there at USC. Rumors were LSU here. Rumors are a pro job there. All to throw off the scent of what he's doing. Cliff Kingsbury will be his OC and Alex Grinch is DC. <laughs> do you think if that were the case, do you think A&M would at least say, yeah, we, we, I know we're really crazy here and kind of stupid about decision-making, but we can't bring Grinch along. There's like, I, I'm sorry. Yes. And A&M, no, even a- A&M could figure that out. Yes. A&M, th- those folks are a little <laughs> odd. I'll use that word. They're a little bit odd. They're not completely right in the head. But even they can see, even they would be able to see, that Mule Shoe bringing Alex Grinch along in the sidecar would be a terrible, terrible idea, both from a football standpoint and from an optic yeah, standpoint. no doubt. There's no, no way they would let that happen. Even the Aggies could figure that out. Uh, K-Dub of the 918, though, I think he's on to something. Uh, if you're playing the game of Clue, you're probably going to say Mule Shoe with the A&M job with another lie. Because we did see he missed a practice, right? Yep. Two of them, actually. Two of them. Teddy is – Teddy sounds pretty convincing to me. Ted Lehman doesn't lie. You know that, right? He does not lie. So, and he's saying that he – you know, I'm not saying that he's talked to whoever, but – By the way, PSA to the entire text line, please stop sending the screenshot of the Jamie Chadwell tweet. It is fake. Mm-hmm. It is fake. It is photoshopped. It is not pertinent to our lives and our situation anyway. That is the Liberty head football coach. Somebody pulled a photoshop to make it look like he was interviewing for the Mississippi State job. Again, it's kind of like what Tattoo fake, Baker does. Yeah, you know, a fake, b irrelevant here. Right. Blue of Green Country says, "Do you think Gary Patterson would be Mule Shoes DC at A and M?" Or does GP wait for a head coaching gig somewhere? Muleshoe has a man crush on GP. Now, that is true because, and I might have mentioned this at some point in the past. This past spring, Muleshoe placed a couple phone calls to Gary Patterson and his folks to try and see if he could get him out to USC to help with the defense. Mm-hmm. Gary said no. But, hmm. Well, A&M money could talk there. You never know. Is uh, Gary Patterson out on the uh, concert tour right now or anything? Is he coming to Riverwind? I don't know. I haven't seen his name on the uh, on the schedule. I don't know that. Uh, I don't. He's. I mean, he's okay, but I don't think he's Riverwind quality. You can't have a horn for. By the way, he wore Longhorn colors for what two years? It was one year. One year. I think, I think it was just, just one? one year. But so. Yeah, he's, maybe he's working his way up and down I-35, hitting all the smaller casinos in, like, Tonkawa. Could be. Could be. Take a step back. So, all right, who did, did we both say Urban Meyer the other day on A&M? 
on Monday? If we had to pick one right now, are you going – where are you going right now? If I had to pick A&M's next coach. If, you know, they said you one pick, you know, and you, you would win like $100,000 if you got it right. So you got to take it seriously. Glenn Schumann. Hello, Schumann. Yeah, Kirby Smart's guy. Yep. How old is he? He has been he, – he didn't play football, but he was at Alabama. He went with Kirby. He was also at one point – I know he was part of the defensive staff, but he was also football operations guy for a while. So you're going with Glenn Schumann. Spence in Tulsa says, tinfoil hat. A&M told Mule Shoe to fire Grinch to prove he was serious. A&M wanted a blood offering before they cut bait with Jimbo. Mule Shoe to College Station confirmed. You know, here it is. It's a rivalry game this weekend at the Coliseum. Is the black SUV going to leave? He's going to do a press conference and be out of there. Beware the black SUV. It is Mule Shoe. If there are any USC fans listening out of spite or just out of sheer curiosity, make sure, tell your folks, have their eyes peeled for the black SUV this weekend. Because if you see Mule Shoe get into a black SUV, you know what's coming. Will Sooner and USC fans be united in like two weeks? Yes, it will be the greatest redemption arc since... I don't know. What's the last great redemption arc? I don't know. The redemption song by Bob Marley. I don't know. what. It, I, I don't know what the greatest. Re- Tiger winning at Augusta. There you go. There you go. Or, you know, we can uh, we can play Peaches and Herb. Reunited and it feels so good. Scary <laughs> Gary says, Mule Shoe will end up at Oregon State or Washington State so he can stay in the Pac-2. <laughs> All right. We got a break right here. 405. 405- 651-3439. Thank you to Oklahoma Generator again for sponsoring. Hour number two, okgen.com. Call them at 405-321-6631. If you don't have a generator, you're probably going to need one. You know you're going to have an ice storm or something. You better have a generator. Keep it here on the Home of Sooner fans. Wednesday edition of Steelman and Thune. We're going to get locked in at the top of the hour with Parker and Tyler McComas. All the latest recruiting news and more coming up. Packed into one action-packed radio hour. Right here on the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Radio Network. You know who's become a pain in the ass? Who's that? Missouri. They were ninth in the college football rankings. Sooner fans are hoping, yeah, six and six, five and seven, maybe for Mizzou. Currently eight and two. Freaking Eli Drinkwitz. You know, it was supposed to be, well, and you said this isn't about just wins and losses when it comes to Williams Winery, who is committed to Missouri. Flip percentage for Winery right now. I'm not putting a number on that, Steely. No, no chance. You numbered up Winery last time, and it wasn't good, right? Uh-huh. So, yeah. no. But look, winning isn't the complete. <laughs> I want a number. Oh, no. no, go ahead. Yeah, look, it's it's not just about winning, but obviously winning helps. Like winning is going to help Missouri's case to hang on to Winery. And that's, I mean, it should be pretty obvious when you're winning like Missouri is, and you're starting to recruit to that success as you see them doing, I think 
they might get on a little bit of a heater here. Remember the old perspective. comic book ads, by the way? You don't, I know. But uh, it was was it for Charles Atlas? It was the the first part of the this, the comic strip was with Dube was at the at the beach with his girlfriend, and the muscled up guy came over and kicked sand in his face and took the girl. Okay. Now you got to question your girlfriend if, like, man, she's going to leave you just because you get sand kicked in your face. <laughs> you know, like I'm going with him. You know, um, but. Missouri is like the dude who got sand kicked in his face. And then they went out to, you know, I'm going to work out so hard, you know. And they came back to the beach, and they were buff and muscular and everything, and they'd throw a few punches. It's time for Missouri to have a sand kicked in its face again, is what I'm saying. Because you don't have to deal with freaking Missouri. I mean, they copped an attitude after uh, the commitment. And... You know, Eli jumped around like a little eight-year-old, you know. Oh, my goodness. You know, it's just they're annoying. <laughs> they become on the list the Rushmore of pains in the asses. Mule shoe. <laughs> Texas. Just for general principle. Sure. LSU. And now I believe Missouri is on there. They have surpassed Texas Tech. Well, because Texas Tech's in the rearview mirror. Oh, okay. And I hope we never see those losers ever again, the Sand Aggies. But, hey, we're flying around Sudabic. Jeez. <laughs> Steely's Horrible Analogies seriously need a sponsor. Time now for Steely's Horrible Analogies. Brought to you by your sponsor here. Was that a bad analogy? I thought that was really good. It was good, a really Kato. good one. I, I thought, liked come it. on, Missouri I needs sand it. kicked I... in its face. Go back and do just Google up Parker sand in the face comic. And you'll find it. It used to be in every comic book. Who'd you say you're taking as your upset pick in the referral rumble this week? Iowa State. Oh, it's Iowa State. That makes sense. I think I got it at 11 and a half, I believe See, it was. Yeah, and it's so many, so many people are going to make that pick. But when everybody's making that pick, you know, it's like the old betting principle that mm-hmm. you only bet when 80% of the money is on one team, then you bet the other side. I I feel like if that's what if that's the pick that everybody is rolling with, yeah. I need to zag where they're zigging. Seven and a half right now. It's down to Texas, seven and a half. I got it at 11 and a half. New Coke sponsors Steely's Bad Analogies. <laughs> I think these are brilliant analogies myself, but then again, I'm getting senile. I'm saying that Missouri needs to be stuffed back in the locker. How's that? Back in the day when you didn't have to worry about parents throwing, you could just stuff their kid in a locker. And you know what? That was just part part of it. And you'd get paddled for it, right? That's right. Missouri needs to be stuffed it's, back in a locker. There'd it's a business be, decision. It's a transaction. That's right. It Stuff was, a kid in a locker? You know what it was? Get it, paddled. It was a rite of passage back in the day. That's what it was. So, there you go. Um, how long has this been going on? Great song by Ace, Paul Carrick, lead vocals back in the 70s. But... Um, how long will it be going on before the A&M portal really opens? When is the, when is the portal open again? 
I would say the safe bet is when the season ends because there's no reason not to play right now mm-hmm. if you're an Aggie because if you're going to enter your name in the portal, you want to be able to show potentially interested schools something <laughs> down the stretch. And so, again, there's no reason not to play out this season. Nobody's losing eligibility at this point Yeah, in all likelihood. And so it is what it is. You play out the rest of the season, see what you can put on tape. And so I would think after the finale is when the Can we bring the uh, comes. Peaches and Herb for the uh, David Hicks concert, Reunited, the reunion tour? <laughs> We'll have them play live over at the football facility. Are Peaches and Herb still around? Maybe not. Stillwater Sooner, Enron, the new sponsor. Sounds like an idea. Okay, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Oklahoma Generator. We're going to get locked in. Parker and Tyler coming up next.